What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast. But you know this is not no episode. <laughs> this is the after dark in the whip solo. No one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. They ain't gotta know. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another um, installment of the T.O.B. After Dark show, The Opinion Brother After Dark. We are back, um, episode, what is it, 60, I want to say 68. Um, We are on my roof, if you can't tell, if you can't hear the kids outside. Let me just tell y'all about these kids. These kids bad as hell. Yes, sir. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I know we was bad when we was kids. You know, my generation, I know we was some badass kids. I know. I knows it. Right? And every generation had its had its had its bad, right? It had its bad. But man, these kids be bad. Listen here. Um but, 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 but before we get into that, first of all, hey everybody, how y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? I'm on my roof right now on this foggy evening in Brooklyn. Uh shout out to everybody listening to me um everywhere. Um, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning to you, wherever you are listening to me right now. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, but let me talk about these kids real quick. These kids, like, these kids be cussing. Okay, like, I'll be outside my window. I'll leave my window open, right? Because in in in, in me and my uh, best friend's apartment, shout out to Amber, um, it gets a little steamy, right? It gets a little hot. We're on the third, we're on the third floor, top floor, so it gets it gets a little hot. Not to say... Now that it's getting colder, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get cold in the room or get cool, but it still gets a little, you know, a little warm. So I keep the window either open or cracked or whatever, you know, just to make sure that, um, um, just to make sure that, you know, a little breeze comes through, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't keep a silly fan on cause I get cold real quick and then, you know, my throat starts and then it's cold. I, I ain't got all time for that. Right. <laughs> so these kids though outside my house once the, once I, I i i i know the routine now right every week um sunday through sunday right and i mean sunday through sunday when i mean sunday through sunday it'd be dj chauncey street on my street um during the weekend but during the week these kids be out here and i think maybe by i want to say about three three p.m four o'clock the afternoonish time, you know, when school usually get out, these kids outside riding their bikes and everything, which is cool. Be have fun and everything, man. And here's the thing: I, I I talked about this, I think maybe a couple weeks ago on the show, just briefly about like remote learning for the kids and everything, like and how like kids are just you know just in their own little zone and shit like that. Like they 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 learn they're they're learning more you know what i'm saying they're they're grasping more as generations and decades go on these kids are smart as fuck they know the wop song better than half of these motherfuckers out here like i was listening i was i was hearing a girl she was just like gobble me swallow me drip down the side of me bitch i'm out of the dinner but i was like oh i said gobble me what Y'all, y'all can, yo, it be times where I just be in the crib, just on the computer, maybe watching the 85 South show, maybe watching Kevin on stage, maybe watching some of, uh, like, 
you know, Quietly Queen. I'm watching um, uh, Confessions on uh, Confessions on the Couch podcast. I'm, I'm listening to the uh, uh, the Mermaid and Light. I'm I'm listening to my podcast, fam, and it just be at times where <laughs> where they just pop out. Man, fuck you. What? What? Man, suck my dick. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Spell it. Spell that whole sentence. <laughs> I like spell the whole sentence. Spell it. These kids are something else, y'all. But that's how we was. Right? That's how we, I know I was cussing early. I'm now. No, I can't even say I wasn't like this because I was. We was cussing early. Right, we we we. I think I think I think my generation knew the cuss word handbook by the age of eleven, ten, maybe. Right, we were saying bitch, hoes, bitch and hoes, by the age of twelve. It just it just you know it just was a trickle down effect after that. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say cussing is totally bad, right? Um, but I know for me, I I definitely need to. Uh, you know, chill on the cuss. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause it, it gets excessive. You know, not to say people don't need it, because some people be needing a good cuss out. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you gotta cut people with some words sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Not in a sense where you hurt so much as their feelings as cutting them deep down, but just cut them just a little bit so they know stop fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Like stop fucking with me. You know. But I just, I just wanted to quickly get on here and just say these kids are crazy. But like I said, I'm on my roof. Um, in Brooklyn, um, it's a foggy, foggy evening right now. It's about, uh, it is 727 my time here. Um, like I said, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I know that like we talked about, um, on, you know, what was supposed to be Monday show, Tuesday show, um, you know, COVID spikes and what I've been saying as of late COVID spikes have been kind of rising here in New York and everything. So, um, just trying to be more, you know, just being more cautious, being aware, being more in the house, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's getting to a point where it's getting cold, right? It's not necessarily cold yet to a point where, you know, we, we are putting on the, 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 the glacier coats, right? The puffer coats and everything, but it's getting a little chilly. You know what I'm saying? We bringing out the sweaters and the jackets and, you know, some people are bringing out their coats, but you know, the weather is so changey, you know, nowadays that, you know, you can, it, it'll say like 65 here, but it would feel like, like 75, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wow. And I said it before, like Brooklyn, New York heat, specifically Brooklyn heat feels like, um, down South heat. Like it, it really feels like down South. Cause I was, I was outside earlier today when I went to work and, um, in the morning time, like I had to, I had to get to work at like ten in the morning, and I got off at two. So I would, um, going. I'm, 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 I'm headed to the train, headed to the, the uh, subway, and I'm just like, man, is it, is it hot? Because I'm walking, right? And I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm doing my exercise, and whatnot. But at the same time, I'm like, is it hot? Am I, am I out of shape? And because I was sweating, <laughs> right? I was, I was really sweating. And so I'm like, am I out of shape? Am I not doing what, what what the hell is going on? And it wasn't that. It was really just because, like, the sun was out. It was beaming. Like, it really wasn't cold outside. It said 65, but it really felt like 75, 80. So the weather has been really, um, 
really, really crazy. Um, so to everybody in the New York area, for real, for real. Um, if you listen to the podcast, wherever you are, uh, Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, you know, um, uh, Brooklyn, Staten Island, uh, just make sure you be careful. Um, you know, make sure you're wearing your mask um, and and tight places in public places. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's one there's there's uh, the Hasidic Jews here in um, preferably here in Brooklyn. Uh, they don't wear masks like going into their neck of the woods, their territory. Um, they don't wear masks at all. Like it may be like a few here and there. And I've seen two 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 um a young lady uh and a older man but other than that they are walking around the neighborhood in which their neighborhood has the most spikes low key like i was looking at the map and they have a map of you know where the spikes are happening in particularly brooklyn because like i said last time the mayor uh mayor delasio is literally or Blasio, i'm sorry is um it's thinking about shutting, you know, some stuff down. And so what I had to come to find out was why don't, you know, this, uh, the Hasidic Jews around here wear masks. And what I came to find out was they, it's, it's not in their religion. It's not in their practice. And so, um, I, in my view, how I looked at it, I was like, I get that, you know, I understand that, but a few thousand of you are putting a whole damn near state at risk. In my view, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be like like shady or disrespectful, but I'm but I'm trying to be real. Like a few thousand of you in which New York has the biggest Jewish population um amongst, you know, amongst the states in America, I believe, in which I was told, I might be wrong, but uh or at least one of the hugest, uh one of the largest um um, Jewish communities in, in, in America, you're putting, you're putting a lot of, you're putting a lot of people at risk without wearing your mask. Right. And it's not just Hasidic Jews or just Jewish, um, individuals that live in that area, in, in these areas, in, in New York is everybody. Right. So you're putting people at risk. You're putting people in your community at risk. I don't care how much, like, to me, that's just, that's just, to me, that's just plain disrespectful to, to the people of the community and to, and to New York. Like, come on, man. Like, y'all can do some remote learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can pull, because this is, this is a, this is, this is, this is, this is trio. But I mean, if y'all got y'all, you know, house remedies and everything, then, you know, you go up, y'all go right in. Y'all got it. Um, I wanted to talk a few things today. I'm not going to keep you, right? I'm not going to keep you on, but I wanted to talk about a few things today. First, I wanted to talk about, um, was this ice cube thing? Um, again, because like I said, I didn't know the story beforehand, but as, as I was reading more into the story and you know, what was going on, um, kind of got a better understanding. And I'm still in the position of, I want to hear ice cube about, um, the fact and, 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 and like I said before, the fact that a lot of black individuals were so ready to cancel Ice Cube and a lot of black individuals and voices of the culture that I respect, including D.L. Hughley. Right. And I get that 
you have a voice and I get that you have a platform. But I think in that sense, when you have respect for each other and when you've been in the in the game so long, because both of them actors, producers, writers, right in the entertainment world, they 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 I know they've crossed paths. Right. That's something that you call him and say, hey, let's have a conversation before you start posting. Right. That's my thing. Like if any of my peoples. Right. Or, or if, 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 if there is a celebrity out there that I came to really hone in on and respect and love, you know, what I'm saying I'm going to call them before I hit up. Um. I'm going to call them before I put this this story out on on the social media platform or just on my platform, period. Right. I want to call them now. It might it might hit TMZ. It might hit to Hollywood Unlocked. It might get to um, the shade room before and they might make up a story, whatever, whatever. They might do what they want to do. Right. Not to say they do make up stories, but oh, well, TMZ does. But um but but you know I would hit them up you know just to make sure like what's what's the deal, and I think because these are two black men that I really really respect and um, D L Hughley and Ice Cube, I think when D L Hughley put up his post, I think there needs to be a sense and okay black man, let me hit you up before I sit here and post this because even though you need that engagement and you know going into my social media manager bag, yeah you need that engagement, yeah you need that those likes, yeah you need those comments. But you have to also think about the platform that you have. You understand? Oh, shit. Excuse me, y'all. I'm on the chair. You <laughs> you have to also think about the platform that you have. You also have to think about um, that if you're saying you're representing a culture, that you have to be mindful of people that of whom we respect in the culture. Now, in a sense, with Terry Crews, Terry Crews, you know what I'm saying? People like Terry Crews, Daniel Cameron, you know what I'm saying? Those type of men kind of sunk their own grave already in a sense but when it comes to ice cube who has done a lot for the black community right and still does to this day um i think there's just need that need there needs to be a level of respect um and you know really getting his side of the story because for me i've and and i follow ice cube on, on social media i've never seen nothing crazy on ice cube's page I've never seen Ice Cube for real for real in the media over the past 10 years. He's been one of the ones that's kept his nose out of a lot of shit. He's just been doing his big three thing. So when a man is now wanting to talk business with a business owner, who, which Trump is, right? Oh, why would you align yourself with Trump? Again, do we need to bring up pictures, right? Oh, why are you bringing up the past? Because some of y'all forget and y'all want to sit here and point fingers, but then some of y'all forget. You understand what I'm saying? And it's easy to point fingers when you forget. But then when you pull up them receipts, ooh, you start to sit here and backtrack. And now you want to have rebuttals and shit like that. Listen, as I said before, a lot of y'all who are coming for Ice Cube saying that he needs to be canceled um, are a lot of white people and a lot of black people that don't even see what the hell is going on. Preferably. And um, 
like I said before, to D.L. Hughley, I think you were wrong in, 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 in posting that. I think there needed to be a conversation that needed to be had between you two over the phone. Um, I, I, I just think that needed to be had. You know what I'm saying? Um, excuse me. But in a sense... Um, I don't like I said I don't have I don't have any I'm not mad at Ice Cube, right? Because even with the Eric Trump thing, like Eric Trump posted a fake photo of fifty and Ice Cube and Trump hats, you know, Photoshop is everything, right? And Ice Cube slammed that down. All the way down. And I think because a lot of here's the thing, man. Black folks want you, as black folks, we want you to be on one side of the coin. And if you're not on that side of the coin with us, we're not going to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, Ice Cube is just being critical of both parties. Let's be real. Everybody has been critical of both parties. We're not, let's, let's, like, let's, let's, like, like, let's keep it a fucking bean. We're not liking both parties. I told y'all when I voted, when I told y'all I did. I didn't fuck with this shit. Just like I didn't fuck with this shit in 2016. He's Honestly, he's saying the same shit that I would think. He, like, it's not a... People who say his ideology is crazy when it comes to the critique of the Democratic Party. Politics is shady as fuck all around. My niggas. None of us... Who sit here and 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 are and are and and are not in politics don't really understand politics. But what we know is that they shady as fuck. All of them. They have their own agendas. You understand what I'm saying? And I can't be mad at a black man, a black person in America, who for generations. And generations through our ancestors have had a foot on our necks, pressure on our necks for so long to time to now take advantage for himself. Because how long have we been talking about we need an agenda as a black people? Now, this may not go with totally what Ice Cube is talking about, but for me, we've been sitting here talking about we need a black agenda for us, for an agenda for us, a black agenda, yes. Now, everybody's not going to get what they fucking want. That's the issue. Because everybody want this. Everybody want that. Everybody want this. Everybody want that. There's going to have to be a give and a take. There's some things that are not going to be given to us. There's going to be things that we deserve and that we need and that we demand. Absolutely. But there's not going to be some things that we that are just excessive and shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? And when it comes to black people all across the country, that's different opinions, different wants, different needs, and all of that shit. And not one party, not the Democratic, nor the Republican, nor the Libertarian, I don't care. Has sat here to ask what is the black agenda. So the critiquing of the Democratic Party, I'm here for it. 
I don't know why black people do not want to critique the Democratic Party. Just because I'm voting, I may be voting for the Democratic Party does not mean they're not going to get critiqued and I'm not going to be looking at them with my one eye open. Just because Joe Biden sat here and said, well, if you don't vote for me, I'm, you're not black. Man, fuck you. Just because y'all got a black woman in office, that's going to make me go crazy? No. Be fucking smart, people. Having a black woman as VP, dope as fuck. But is that going to sit here and change my mind of sitting here critiquing her and Joe Biden? Hell to the fuck no. I don't give a fuck how much, how much people like her. I don't care. I don't care about her likability. I don't care about Joe Biden's likability. Hell, I don't care about Trump's likability. I don't care about these politicians' likability, bro. What are you doing for our people? You feel me? I know I'm not going to get everything I want. Nor probably need. But if we collectively come to some agenda where we, all of us get something, a little piece of everything we maybe need and want, I'll be happy. But no party has been meeting us anywhere, not even halfway. We haven't been met 10%. But that even comes with us trying to come up with an agenda. And the thing is, with black people, we as a people, not not the not the, the the ones who really have money for real, but we as a people have to come together with the ones who have money and come up with an agenda. It's not just the one percenters in the black community. No, it's all of us. We have to come up with that shit. So for me, it's like black people stop trying to cancel. Stop trying to cancel another black person because they don't have the same thinking that you do. Or they don't have the same, they don't think on the same wavelength that you do. You know how many black people that I friend who, who we don't have the same thinking? You know how many black people listen to me right now who are not agreeing with me right now, but still listen to me and still fuck with me? Come on now. You know how I many black people I listen to on a daily? I listen to Charlemagne the God, Amanda Seals, D.L. Hughley, Steve Harvey. Swaying them I listen to them all And do you think I agree with them every time? Hell no But that's great Because then My perspective continues To keep chugging Alright I see what you're saying I may not agree with it but I see what you're saying Right So where can we come to a common ground? What's your thought process? What's my thought process? And how can we get to a, a medium? Come on, y'all. I'm just saying. Um, before we get out of here, I, I, I really, 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 really want to talk Lovecraft Country. Um, Lovecraft Country. Jordan Peele, J.J. Abrams, the uh, the author behind Lovecraft Country. Um, round of applause to all of you. Um, this, this show, and I, and I will be watching it back as well too. Um, this show right here blew my mind from episode one to episode 10 blew my ever loving mind. Um, as I said before, when I gave them the MVP of the week last week to, 
mix science fiction magic um uh racism um gentrification i mean all of this into one show and as i said before i was i will always think as a as a kid like could it could it could it actually match up and y'all did that right even the even the monsters you feel what i'm saying even the monster dogs if y'all if y'all peep spoilers if y'all peep the monster dogs in all of the episodes when tick you when tick and montrose excuse me used the spell to protect tick that monster dog came out right it was a black one christina's was white you see that come on now um I seen episode nine and ten. Um, the nineteen twenty one episode was huge, um, major huge. The fact that Hippolyta came back, you know, as this basically, I kind of call it a storm in a way, but as this queen mother, right, who has now all this infinite knowledge and wisdom and gave D and this goes into episode 10 a mechanical arm right and but the 1921 episode was so powerful to me um the Tosa and I think I talked about this the Tosa the Tosa depiction was amazing because I don't think anybody for me I haven't seen anybody really get that right right the 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 to see black people owning serving one another not in a not in a not in a disrespectful way either right not in a way like ooh don't serve me get the fuck on but in a way like my brother my sister right come on we all eating around here Right, because it's funneling back into everybody's pockets. You understand what I'm saying? And so, to see that, but then to see also the destruction, um, in that sense, it was a moment, right? It was a moment to see Letty walk through the fire, to see, um, takes great. Uh, to take uh, to see Tick's grandmother die, right? You know, in the fire and everything. It was it was a moment to see. Like I said, to see Letty walk through the fire with the book was a moment. Um, and then we get into episode ten, which was a moment too. Um, we 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 see the return of Titus for a brief moment uh, to really, um, but we also see the return of Tick's ancestors who 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 are ancestral mother who gave birth to the only black you know child of Titus who had the magic right and so um you see all of Tick's ancestors coming back from his mom to his, his grandmother to I think his great great grandmother um in a sense um to see that uh, was a moment 
it, it was it was it was great to see that Tick Tick and his mom reconnected and everything was great. Um, the most powerful part was that last like twenty minutes though. You understand what I'm saying? When Christina was pissed that the book she you know you know Tick and the family got the book of names, and Christina was mad. She took their vulnerability spell, and what got me right was Christina killed Ruby. Christina killed Ruby because Ruby was trying to be a good sister, right? Trying to be a good sister, steal the potion. And I thought Ruby wasn't going to steal the potion. Honestly, dog, I really thought, excuse me, (laughs) I really thought Ruby was not going to steal the potion or even at least attempt to, you know, but in my head, because she, because honestly, she's she been fucking with the demon all season, <laughs> you know? She's been fucking with the demon, even though she didn't know by, like, season, I mean, by, like, episode four or five, she didn't know. But then, you know, after that, she kept fucking with her, right? You still fucking with the demon, you know? Everybody thinking Ruby just Ruby, but no, she has, she has, she intertwined in this too, because she's fucking with the demon. And, you know, Ruby dies. And Christina, you know, does the body shift thing and starts to sing with the whole family and shit like that. She knows the song and starts to whoop the shit out of Letty's ass. Right. Letty put up a good fight, though. But Ruby body, she brawling. She got them. She got fists. of She got fists of men. That, that's a, that's a fist, baby. So, so um, like I said, the most powerful part of that scene of that of of that episode to me was Tick's death and Letty casting the spell of the white people not ha- of Christina and all the white people not having magic anymore. Um it was a moment because when Christina really just slashed Tick's arms, it was just like, "Oh my god." It was so sick. It was it was so just crazy. And I'm thinking like Tick's not gonna die. Tick can't die. Tick can't die. This is season one. Tick can't die. And he dies. Right? And I think a lot of people were confused on how Letty was still alive. Because when Letty got thrown over, everybody thought she was dead. <laughs> so did I. Right? Alternate alternate future, alternate reality, whatever. And I'm thinking she's dead. But she's not dead because she, uh, Ru, uh, uh, Christina promised Ruby that she would not hurt her sister at all, period. So that promise was broken and the uh, vulnerability spell was still on intact, right? And shout out to the Asian girl who came through, right? Who came through. And you've seen what Tick did. Tick prepared his family for this moment. Because as you've seen before they were they were leaving to go back to Artem, he almost he had he, he teared up because it was it was the last time he would see his family together. Montrose, D, um, um uh, Hippolyta, Letty, his son, not even seeing his son fully, but just knowing that his son is there in Letty, right? Last time. And so the fact that you saw through Christina that he got baptized, he gave the dog, the monster, black monster dog to D, 
now the black monster dog is D's bodyguard. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Letty got baptized. Letty's good, right? Um, gave Montrose a um, a note, you know, to really to really say to Montrose, hey, you know, let's not continue the the cycle that your dad and both of us have had over the years let's this is the this is your second chance to be a father to be the father that you really couldn't be to me you know that you didn't that you that you wanted to be to me right and so it was just a moment you know and Montrose trying to wake up tick oh man I almost shed some tears on that one like it was it was just like a black father moment like oh Oh, and I really thought Tick was going to wake up or some shit. I was like, Tick, wake up. Tick, wake up. Tick, wake up. But listen, Christina was sick, okay? She was like, mm, mm. <laughs> Lady was like, it ain't going to work. Because she was, you know, Christina's trying to cast a spell at the end of, at the end of the episode. She's trying to cast a spell and shit like that. And, you know, she's involved. Now, I, what what I don't understand is, is she's still invulnerable, even though she she's bound from using magic. Right. So she can't use magic. No white person in a Lovecraft Country series universe can use magic, including Christina. But I don't know if she's still invulnerable. Um, however, we know that wasn't true. Wendy came over with the dog and I'm thinking the dog about to wring her neck. And as we know. D hates white folks. At this point, you done got spit on. They got a curse cast on you. Right? Then tried to reverse the curse so much, but your arm looked all mummified like the mummy and the mummy returns. Right? And now you come and she came with this bionic arm and she said, First of all, Christina, the fact that Christina asked D to help her, <laughs> I was like, yo, you know Christina ain't about to let that. You know D ain't about to help you. You just killed her cousin. Come on now. You just, you, you, first of all, as I just said, these two white men cast a spell on her, spit on her face. Emmett Till, who was her best friend, was literally murdered beaten and murdered okay and you want me to help you <laughs> no let me just crush your neck and that's what she did she cr- listen when she she popped that neck i said oh good god almighty she popped her neck like some like a damn balloon i said ooh Ooh, that's your neck, baby. That's your neck. <laughs> I said, that's your neck. But Lovecraft Country, 10 out of fucking 10. 10 out of fucking 10. I don't know what to watch now. I don't know what to watch now. But 10 out of fucking 10, man. 10 out of fucking 10. Um, Yeah, I think we're about to get out of here. Oh, yeah. One one other thing about New York, though, right, before we get out of here. Um, the mice here are crazy, right? I have a mouse in the house right now. 
And I just bought some mousetraps. And this little motherfucker think he gonna, you know, just, just stay here, right? And pay rent. I'm like, uh-uh, right? I mean, and don't pay rent. I'm like, nah, bro, you you gotta go. So I got me some Tomcat um, mousetraps. Now, these mousetraps look so legit. These aren't the, you know, regular you know, degular, put the cheese on, no, 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 they got the, this, this is, this is like a clamp down, kill the rat, you know, kill the mouse type shit, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, New York, as much as people love it, and as much as I love it, it's very dirty, right, and they have a real mouse, um, and rat problem around the city, period, um, and it's no matter how much, how clean you are, literally they they will find something and it's and it's ridiculous they in the subway they on the street they they everywhere right so um yeah man they they are they are um, <laughs> they are weird as hell i was like we call him mickey mouse now mickey but mickey gotta die mickey gotta die i'm dying and die he will probably by this weekend he's going to die so everybody say rest in peace to mickey because mickey gotta go all right, listen, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for kicking with me. Y'all be good. Stay easy. Uh, make sure y'all listen. I mean, follow us on um, uh, social media uh, at TOB Podcast, TOB double underscore podcast. It's on Instagram and the Opinionated Brother Pod on Facebook. And you can follow us and subscribe to us and listen to us on any platform, iHeart, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can also listen to me on my website at www.tyronshakes.com forward slash T-O-B pod on your desktop. All right. Listen, I love you. Peace, love, and hair grease. Have a great week. We'll be back again next week. All right. Peace, love.